I want to talk today about this phrase, highest best use. And I'm going to bring in an example from my own past that has nothing to do with executive decision making or entrepreneurship, but I hope you'll see the parallels and you'll be able to make use of it. So around 2004, and I can't believe that's so long ago now, 14 years ago, like I've said in other videos, it feels like another time and another person like it happened to somebody else. I was really involved with my local municipality, did a lot of high-level volunteer work, and one thing I was on was called the Marine Drive Redevelopment Task Force. And this was a team that looked at what the zoning rules should be like for an area that was undergoing some redevelopment. It was a gateway area into the city, and for a long time, this is a long stretch of road, a four-lane wide road, basically running east-west, and alongside of it, it had some auto body shops, muffler shops, that kind of thing, and a few sort of industrial type operations. Low buildings though, a lot of low flat buildings, a few people coming into work, some services and that, but also the major use of that property there was car lots. Now during my lifetime, and I was born in the 70s, so I got to live through this all the way through into the 80s and into the 90s and up towards that 2004 time that I was working on this task force. Some of the car lots had begun abandoning Marine Drive. They had begun, even though this is a high traffic location, there were tons of cars that came by every day, this piece of Marine Drive. They abandoned it and migrated to an island that they made themselves not too far away but you had to go out of your way to, to get there. And so they'd created this island. I mean, Marine Drive is obviously so named because it's near the ocean. They built this island and started putting car lots on it. And so that freed up this land that had been used for kind of low-rent activities, right? This is, this is not a high use or best use of the property. Now, what the city wanted, you've got to understand that a city generally only makes money, they only bring in revenue in one of two ways. The city can either assess fines, which they generally do through parking, much to your annoyance, I'm sure, <laughs> but that's the way they have to pay for their, their expenses, or property taxes. And of course, property taxes are assessed at different levels based on the use of the land. So for the city, the highest best use of that property, you can imagine, is a taller structure with a lot of people in it who either own it or rent it, and then the, the owner of the building is paying the taxes. So there's a lot more taxpayers in a high-rise, let's say. Now, they didn't really want high-rises there because there are always density concerns with the city, but they did want higher-level structures, say three stories, four stories, and that's called mixed use. And that is the kind of thing that we were deciding on this Marine Drive Redevelopment Task Force about what were the rules of what should be allowed and what did we want to see there? How did we want people to move about? I mean, if you 
and this is a problem in the lower Lonsdale area, a different area in the city that I also had a, a finger in and was undergoing major redevelopment. If you start shooting towers into the sky, there are a lot of unexpected results here, like families moving in and tons more people, and they bring along vehicles, and suddenly you've got more congestion in the city, and there's no parks, there's no green space down there. There wasn't anyway at that time. I don't know, I've been away a long time now. It may have changed, but at the time, it was all concrete jungle. Where are your kids going to play? How safe is it to send them out into that increased traffic now that there are thousands of more cars there in that area? So we were thinking about these issues for the Marine Drive area, which is on a different side of the city, and coming up with mixed-use live-work structures. People would work along the bottom in like artisan shops and that, and then walk to where they were going, go home and live upstairs on a higher level. And this would increase, obviously, the tax revenue for the city, which they liked. And as this period went on, more and more of those car dealerships left that Marine Drive area, opening up these spots, and moved to that island that I was talking about. So we developed this zoning map and guideline for how things should be created in the future there. And it went to council, and of course they passed it. So from the city's point of view, they had gotten closer to the highest, best use of that property. Now I want to very quickly bring this into your world. As an executive, what is the highest, best use of your time? Are you acting like that old car lot, just sitting there with a lot of inventory out in a sprawl, using this property in a not very efficient manner? Or are you more like the high-rise or that mixed-use structure where you're getting more bang for your buck out of that area. What could you do to begin moving towards that highest best use of your time and energy? What does that look like? Just like we were exploring this with that Marine Drive Redevelopment Task Force. There were a lot of us, we had staff working with us, people would draw things, we would have public input sessions displays up in City Hall for people to wander around and kind of look at and make comments on and that open houses, that kind of thing. Maybe some of that would be useful between you and your team, right? Might be good to talk to them and ask them, what do you think I'm great at? There are some commonalities that chief executives and leaders should be kind of employing as, as part of their time, but I'm sure you'd get some surprising feedback. So start looking for the best, highest use of your time. I hope this example has been helpful to you.